0: Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in the Word with us today. The Holy Gospel from the 28th chapter of Matthew. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord, descending from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angels said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead. And indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly, with fear and great joy, and ran to tell the disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There you will see me. This is the Gospel of the Lord. If you have been following along over the last several weeks, you know that we have been asking questions. We have been seeing what are the questions that are raised in scripture? What are the questions that are asked in scripture? And so with all of that focus on questions, it makes sense that we would turn to the gospel witness of the empty tomb and listen for whatever questions it asks today. If we were reading Mark's gospel, we'd hear the woman at the tomb be asked, or we we would hear the women ask as they make their way to the tomb, who will roll away the stone for us? And in Luke's gospel, we hear two men ask the women, why do you look for the living among the dead? And if we were reading John's gospel, twice we would hear Mary Magdalene be asked, women, why are you weeping? And in Matthew, this gospel How many questions did you hear? Well, I'll tell you, not one. This year that we are focused on asking, we hear a gospel reading that contains no questions in the text. Brilliant planning on my part. And yet, I have all kinds of questions about the action that is unfolding in this gospel. And none is more central for me than Why had the women even bothered to come at the dawning of the third day? Matthew doesn't say anything about spices or anointing the body. The women were not coming to do anything. In the passion narrative that we heard and participated in worship in last week, Matthew tells us, that many women, including Mary Magdalene and the other Mary who are at the tomb this morning, had looked on from a distance when Jesus took his last breath. They were there at the moment the temple curtain was torn in two and the earth shook. And after Jesus' body had been taken from the cross, the women were the ones who went with Joseph of Arimathea to the tomb where they, where they sat opposite the tomb when the great stone was rolled to block the entrance. So, what had brought them back to the tomb as the first day of the week was dawning? Why had they come? Matthew tells us so simply that we might not even notice it. It's a detail hidden in plain sight. Matthew writes, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. In Greek, the word see is theorici. It's the same Greek root that gives us words like theater or theatrical. Over the course of Jesus' final hours, they had seen everything with their own eyes. They had been spectators of the unfolding drama And now, on the third day, what did they hope to see at the tomb? Were they expecting a spectacle? They certainly got one, a great earthquake, an angel of the Lord descending from heaven, appearing like dazzling light, guards fainting away like dead men. But Mary Magdalene and the Mary watch it all unfold without comment. With a mix of fear and great joy and obedience, they run to tell the disciples what they have seen and heard when Jesus himself meets them. That's what happened once they arrived at the tomb. But why had the women come at all? It's never occurred to me before that maybe these two women, out of All of Jesus' disciples who had deserted him in his final hours came looking to see an empty tomb and a risen Lord. Maybe these two alone were holding on to the promise that Jesus had so frequently made as they had followed him. The one where he said, I must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering and be killed and on the third day be raised. They had followed him to Jerusalem. They had seen his suffering and death. Maybe they were the only ones left who risked believing that what Jesus had said could really be true. Maybe they were the ones who dared to hope that Christ is risen. Why had the woman come? Matthew says nothing about them being surprised at what they witness. Yes, they have fear and joy, but not surprise. That's not to say that as they crept through the dawning shadows that they didn't have their questions or grief or fear or uncertainty about what they might encounter. But even in the midst of all that was whirling within in them, is it possible that they came to see the empty tomb? To be the first to see that what Jesus had promised had indeed happened. To see with their own eyes that the tomb was empty. Because for all that they had followed Jesus, they believed Christ is risen. The women came to see, to see the empty tomb. And so, how about you, What do you hope to see this Easter and in this Easter story? Maybe you hope to hear or see some promise of new life around us. I know for me, there's so much news of devastation and destruction that is unfolding around us that sometimes is just simply too much to bear. And so I come to see the first fruits of a new creation. Or the news of death is all around us in in the daily news, death from war or guns or other untold violence. And in those moments, I come to see a sign of new life. Some days it's the suffering Suffering of people that I love or news of suffering that just is too much to bear. And in those moments, I need to know that even in this place of hell, it does not lie behind God's power to bring new life. And even other times, I just long for the reminder that death is not the end. Because the tomb is empty I remember that a new life is dawning for each and every one of us. Whatever you hope to see on this Easter, the message of the empty grave is for all of us to see and hear and experience. There is no death, no darkness, no broken or hidden corner of our life that lies beyond God's power to redeem and give us new life. There is no place and no situation in all of God's creation where the final word is anything but Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. We may come with all kinds of questions, we may be seeking answers. And unlike the two Marys on that first Easter morning, we may doubt that there is anything worth seeing in this story. But the good news of the empty tomb is good news for us. For even in this place of questions and doubts, Christ is risen. You may not know what you are seeking or what you are searching for, but the risen Christ meets you here and sends you to the world to share the most amazing news. The tomb is empty and Christ is risen. May you see him just as he promised. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at theword at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.